Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. If you want to find out more information about the church, you can visit our website. That information is available to you below the video there, or you can get it at the end of the devotional. Today is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024, and this is edition number 28 of season nine. We're still looking at the book of Deuteronomy. I'm making plans. Uh, for season 10, I haven't yet decided uh, my, what I plan on doing. Uh, I'm still thinking through that. And you can help by praying for me as I uh, figure out what, what, what we should do uh, for season 10. Let's pray now, and then we'll consider chapter 28. Father in heaven, as we come to your word, we again come to ask that you would grant us your spirit, that we would understand uh, these truths, your word. We pray that we would use your word as that light to our path. We pray that you'd forgive us, you'd help us, that we would walk according to your ways for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, in the Tuesday edition, we considered Deuteronomy 27. We looked at the matter related to the curses that were offered on Mount Ebal. And I labored to show you, in principle anyway, that um, disobedience and sin uh, often has consequences. Um, Often it comes to us uh, by God's hand um, when we deviate from that which he has commanded us. And sometimes those consequences are awfully severe. Sometimes they are, um, well, they may seem too difficult to bear. And um, one only has to think of matters pertaining to David and Bathsheba and the death of his son. One might think that God reacted, overreacted in in this matter by executing his son uh, because of the sin of this king. Uh, but of course, we know that God always acts justly and right. Uh, he is righteous. He is holy. He must do and does do what is good and right all the time. And so in Deuteronomy 27, we note that matter when we deviate from the covenant of the Lord and those visible professions that we make as Christians, we can expect consequences to come. And while they don't always come, while people are often patient and long-suffering, while God is often patient and long-suffering, sometimes inevitably there's really no other option left uh, than to deal with matters uh, accordingly. I'm an elder in the church and a pastor and, of course, uh, labor to be patient and do the things I'm supposed to do. I sure I fail many times, but the fact remains that there will be times that have been times when uh, it, matters must be dealt with, and they must be dealt with in a way that is um, good for everyone, good for the church, good for others. Well, God deals with this matter in Deuteronomy 27, but in Deuteronomy 28, we have the flip side to this, really in the first 14 verses of which I'm going to read here in a moment. We have, in the first half of the chapter, blessings for obedience. It, some might say, well, uh, God doesn't bless us based on what we do. Well, that is an untrue statement. God does indeed reward his children for faithfulness. He rewards them for obedience. It doesn't merit anything. In other words, we don't put God in our debt when we're faithful to the, to the profession of faith that we have made as Christians. But he does bless. He is a kind and loving father. And he does give to us these blessings, and he seeks to bless us uh, when we, as his children, uh, 
play according to the rules, if you will, of the house. And so here in these first uh, 14 verses, we read as much when um, Moses again is speaking. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Now, there's many other blessings that come uh, from verses 7 through 14. I'm not going to take the time to read them, but you should read, uh, read them yourselves. And so while there are consequences for our sin, and that sometimes comes in a way that is very difficult to deal with or bear up under, uh, there are, in fact, consequences, good consequences for our obedience. Now, we have to remember that these consequences that come to us for our sin, if we are united to Christ, if we are a Christian, we cannot be lost. And those consequences that come to us for our sin are designed uh, to discipline us and to bring us in more and more conformity with Jesus Christ. We should not see those times as, um, as hateful acts of, a, of, of, a, of, a, of our Father in heaven. I know sometimes the propensity is to do that. Uh, we wonder why. Uh, well, if we have to wonder why, then we really aren't learning the lesson that sin does result in God's, um, God's hand of discipline. But at the same time, none of us ever wonder why, really, when good things come to us in this life, the blessings of God, we don't give much thought to that as we seek to walk according to his ways. Look, God is not commanding perfection from his people in Deuteronomy 27 or in Deuteronomy 28. We are obviously to be perfect. We cannot be perfect. We are sinful people. But God does expect us to be loyal and faithful to him as the Spirit of God has been given to us that we might walk according to His ways. And so He does indeed bless His children when they obey, uh, when they obey um, their Father. I'm, I'm not really distracted. It may look like I am. I'm looking up something in the Westminster Confession of Faith that I just thought about when it comes to, um, when it comes to this matter. It's it's found in chapter 16 of Good Works. Um, and, and it talks about God's uh, blessing or God's rewarding his children uh, when, they, uh, do, um, when they do what he, is, is what he says to them. It, this is uh, chapter 16, paragraph 6. Yet notwithstanding the persons of believers being accepted through Christ, their good works also are accepted in him not as though they were in this life wholly unblameable. That is to say that we, we don't obey God with perfect motives, perfect intentions, perfect hearts, perfect minds, perfect action. We don't. We are sinful people. It is mingled. Every act that we commit in this world is mingled with sin. But it does go on to say, um, but that he, looking upon them in his Son, is pleased to accept and reward that which is sincere, although accompanied with many weaknesses and uh, imperfections. And so God reminds his people in Deuteronomy 28 of the blessings that will come uh, to them uh, through obedience. He comes back to the curses for disobedience at the second half of the chapter. Um, and 
There's many of these. Again, you should read them and you should think through uh, the two aspects that, uh, that really mirror each other between Deuteronomy 27 and uh, Deuteronomy uh, 28. Well, I, I trust these times are helpful. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Thursday edition, may the Lord help you today. May you walk according to his ways. God bless.